Hi class, this is your instructor, Skylar Huff, and welcome back. So I'm now in chapter 8, and this gives how cells make ATP by way of those energy-releasing pathways. So let's jump right on in. There's a bit of review to do, so as you have your textbook with you and prepare for your exam, please do that bit of review and go through those four key concepts listed to start the chapter. Here we go. The chapter begins with reduction and oxidation. On your test, you have to know the equation for what is called cellular respiration. If you do not know the equation for aerobic respiration, you won't do well. Along the same way, please look closely at how glucose is oxidized. And as it is oxidized, yes, it will of course be oxidized into carbon dioxide. In the very same way, make sure you know how oxygen is reduced. And yes, it will be reduced into, of course, H2O. From here, I'll move on to those chemical reactions of, of aerobic respiration. As I get there, things you should know is that overall reaction of aerobic respiration, including, of course, which reactant is oxidized and, of course, reduced. You all should very well know, excuse me, the specific role of oxygen in most cells. Thereafter, you should know and be able to add up that energy captured. And it's captured in three ways. ATP, NADH, and FADH2. You should know what chemiosmosis is as long, sorry, as well as how together chemiosmosis uses those two types of transport, both active and passive transport, to, of course, create that proton gradient and then, of course, use that very same gradient to synthesize adenosine triphosphate. So to get right into it, glycolysis, of course, begins the process. Use the term. The term is, of course, including what is known as glucose and the lysis of glucose. So that is the splitting of glucose. Know where that process occurs and how it occurs. If, of course, there is no oxygen, no aerobic respiration takes place. In the event that it is, we move from the cytoplasm directly into what is known as that mitochondrion by way of the link reaction for the formation of acetyl-CoA by way of those two pyruvates. So, of course, secondly, you should know the process of forming those acetyl-CoA. Thereafter comes this citric acid cycle. And here, I would say that citric acid cycle is all about synthesizing electron carriers. Without those, there would be no process. And then finally, you wash it in things with the electron transport chain that does indeed include chemiosmosis. In your textbook, notice the key point that starts off your chapter. It shows you a visual and, of course, gives you those reactants and products. The very same way, Table 8.1 gives you a very good summary of aerobic respiration. So as you learn the process, take your, take your time going through those. I guess a last thing that I'll say before I get to what's next is just keep in mind that those electrons, those protons, as they move down the electron transport chain, they're moving toward oxygen. That is at most electronegative. And of course, by way of getting to oxygen, those two protons will, of course, make what is known as H2O. So at the very end of the process, just know that there is a minimum to maximum. So you get either 36 or 38 ATP, adenosine triphosphate, by way of this process. Thereafter, we get to, of course, another way, of course, to yield energy. And in this way, let's look at those three metabolic routes the body takes with food. 
First things first are carbohydrates. Secondly are fats. And thirdly are proteins. Figure 8, 1, 3. Figure 8, 13 shows this. You should know the way in which energy is liberated from the use of those things. Carbohydrates, of course, are used first directly by glycolysis. Immediately after, of course, energy is synthesized. Secondly, the fats can be, can be used to synthesize adenosine triphosphate. That's known as, I guess you say, using something other than a carbohydrate monomer to make ATP. As that does indeed occur, sometimes there could be ketones produced. Thereafter, of course, ATP is synthesized. And then finally, of course, amino acids are used. And by way of amino acids being used, of course, first things first, you must go through the process of deamination, removing the amine groups. From here, let's get to anaerobic respiration and fermentation. In anaerobic respiration, respiration, excuse me, oxygen is not used as that, as that final electron acceptor. So this, as it happens, of course, happens by way of prokaryotes. These are the ones that live in anaerobic environments, such as waterlogged soils, even ponds, and, of course, animal intestines. Yes, of course. So as this does happen, keep in mind, fermentation can happen as well. So whereas anaerobic respiration occurs, it is also another process known as fermentation happening. So with the way it occurs, fermentation is that pathway that does not involve an electron transport chain. So yes, bacteria go through this process. Some fungi go through this process, especially, of course, those unicellular yeasts, which are eukaryotes. So during fermentation, only two ATP are formed per glucose molecule. I say again, during fermentation, only two ATP are synthesized via the process. So, as that does indeed happen, yes, there is a bit of two things happening there. First things first, alcohol fermentation, which makes two ethyl alcohol. I told you, yeasts go through the process. And secondly, there is lactate fermentation. And by way of lactate fermentation, you should keep in mind that as this occurs, it sometimes, of course, is done by way of bacteria. Yogurt is made this way, and even to ferment cabbage for sauerkraut. The very same way, of course, it may happen in us by way of vertebrate muscles to, of course, meaning produce that lactate because exercise-induced fatigue by way of muscle cramps can maybe lead to such and the accumulation of lactate. In the meantime, please take your time to go through these processes. If you know these and know these well, there is no way on earth you will not do on the test. As, as ever, please make sure to use a summary. Go through this chapter summary to ensure you review the process. Finally, if you need me, please let me know. I'm available to help you. Do well, class, and thank you for listening.